0: are Locked On Wildcats, your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Wednesday, Locked On Wildcat fans. This is your host, Mike Luke. You might know me from my work at Wildcats Radio. Again, thanks for tuning in. All right. Yesterday, we had a little bit of a reprieve from all of the gossip that has gone on with Arizona basketball, with the Arizona basketball coaching search, if you want to call it one. Sean Miller's interesting situation that he's in right now without a contract after next season. So, we're going to now basically do a 180. And for the rest of this show, We are going to talk about some names that people have thrown out there and what exactly is realistic. What is it? Again, no inside information on anything that's going on here, but I think that it is fair to at least look at some of the names because it's always cool for a fan to say, I'd get rid of my coach or I'd make this move or I'd make that move. But you also need to find a little bit about where you are in the current pecking order of the landscape of college basketball. And before we get into the coaching search and the coaching names, again, I don't want to say coaching search because I have no clue what's going on, but some of the names that are being bandied about, it's important. I think to look at and say, all right, where exactly is Arizona basketball right now as a program in the grand scheme of things? There was a time under Lute Olson where you could have made the case that Arizona was a top five to certainly top ten program. And the results on the court spoke for itself. Players in the NBA, money, all of that spoke for itself. No doubt about it. Those times aren't really where we are right now. Arizona basketball will still recruit itself to a certain extent. Because you get kids out there that want to be Arizona Wildcats. They hear stories about their mom mom and dad watching games. Or they see all these guys go into the NBA. Heck, it was only five, six years ago where Arizona basketball was on top of the West Coast and one of the better teams in the entire country. I mean, I think you had three years where at one point Arizona was number one. Those times are a little bit in the rearview mirror. So where does Arizona rank right now amongst college basketball programs? You've got the obvious ones that no matter where they are they're going to be higher up there as far as the blue blood look of college basketball. you know the terms you know the teams your Kansases, your Dukes, your North Carolinas schools like that Kentucky then you're kind of it then you've got that second tier of schools where you've got, The ones that are kind of two-coach schools, a little bit like Arizona, maybe a little bit above because of maybe the recruiting ground, the fertile area. You've got maybe a Louisville, a Michigan State, heck, maybe a Florida. I think that's kind of where Arizona basketball resides and where Arizona basketball finds itself at this juncture, at this point. So now the question is, Because at this point, you don't find a lot of people that are lukewarm on Sean Miller. They are either in or you're either out. And I totally get if you're one of the people that's out. But like everything else, if you're going to be out on something, you've got to have some form of an alternative. You can't be the person that just says, okay, I want to get rid of this coach. But you know what? We're going to end up with the assistant coach at University of Loyola Marymount. Doesn't work like that. So in this show, we're going to talk about some of the names that have been thrown out there and see exactly which ones might be realistic, which ones where the coach might actually go, and which ones where you're looking at it and you're like, well, that's probably not as tenable as maybe some other situations. But one of the things that these guys do really well is you go to a place like Built Bar And Built Bar has some of the best protein bars out there. They make you feel strong. They make you feel robust. And more so than anything, they taste good. And isn't that kind of what you're about when you're leaving a gym, when you're leaving someplace and you're like, man, I could really go for something, but I don't want to taste the normal pasty chalk type feel. That's not what you're looking for in a protein bar. And that's why Built Bar is so much different than the other protein bars going out there. You can check them out. Like I said, different flavors. And the great thing about it is you're always going to feel satisfied after your workout, before your workout, that you've got the energy to go forward. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Thanks again for tuning in. As we talked about a little bit earlier, now, since everybody likes to talk about it, we're going to talk about some of the coaches that a lot of people have thrown out there as possible successors to Sean Miller and what exactly they would look like again Sean Miller not going anywhere to my knowledge but that has certainly been a big part of discussion amongst U of A fans so let's look at some of the names and let's see how realistic people are really being here when it comes to some of the possible guys people would like to have as their next coach Scott Drew Scott Drew is one of the more known names of anybody out there at this point. And Scott Drew is, for good reason, he has built Waco and Baylor Baylor basketball into a juggernaut, and he's done it in short order. He's done it in very short order. And that's a pretty impressive look because he has... Baylor's not an easy place to win. Baylor's not an easy place to play at. Baylor is not an easy place to recruit. But he has been there now for over 15 years. and while his his numbers are fairly affordable, 3.2 million dollar base salary school like Arizona can afford that. The problem, though, is that we don't have any clue on what exactly his buyout would be because that stuff's private in this situation. So, yes, Scott Drew would sound really attractive to a lot of different people. That's for sure. But at the same time, what exactly do you think that a guy like Scott Drew is going to leave for. Is he going to leave for a school like Arizona? Or if he's going to not be a lifer at a school like Baylor, is he going to wait for a big-time program? Because he's probably got that ability to be able to make that happen. Those are the questions you have to ask yourself. But from a monetary perspective, Scott Drew would make a little bit of sense. But you do have to ask yourself, though, how realistic would it be for him to come here? Now, Scott Drew probably realistic as far as money aspect goes, and you certainly love his ability to be able to recruit a specific kind of guy. He doesn't bring in the five stars that we're all incredibly familiar with. He brings in different kinds of players. He brings in different kinds of guys that are kind of your your fringe five or your fringe four-star kid some juco recruits it's a different way about going about things but for all the people out there listening that really want to have four-year guys this is a guy that certainly has built a program in waco and has built a program on that precipice so that would make sense and you got to kind of wonder too would a guy like scott true be interested in going to a place where he could recruit a higher caliber of talent I don't know that you don't know that (laughs) only scott drew knows that now let's talk about somebody who financially is just not realistic and that would be chris beard at texas tech he makes five million annually all right that's a non-starter first of all you got to wonder too how in the world does a guy like that at texas tech how can they afford to pay their coach five million but Either way, they're able to pay their coach $5 bucks. So that is probably a little bit out of Arizona's range. But you know what is also really out of Arizona's range? A $15 million buyout. That ain't going to occur. That is just not going to occur under any situation and so while it might be cool to say all right we'd like to have beard here we'd like to be able to have him be our next coach you also need to look at financially what is realistic and what is not realistic and i'm telling you right now that is not realistic another guy who is not realistic that arizona fans including yours truly likes talking about oregon coach dana altman now on a season by season perspective 3.3 million not that bad you could certainly make that work but you're dealing with a Nike school who is most likely not going to allow you to outbid them. And on top of that, he has an $18 million buyout. $18 million. Dana Altman is a non starter. There's no way that Arizona can get that kind of money to be able to bring a guy of that gravitas in. And honestly, Is Phil Knight, Oregon, going to really allow that one to occur? So, no, that to me is not realistic from a financial perspective. Scott Drew, sure, he could be very interested in what Arizona has to offer. But guys like Beard, guys like Dana Altman, those are probably non-starters. And again, this is why we talked a little bit about in the first segment that you got to be realistic. Arizona is a really good basketball program. And it's a great thing to have, but at the same time, you can get a good coach. Sean Miller's proven that, but you've got to be somewhat open-minded about who you could get at this time if you are in the get-rid-of-Sean-Miller camp and you're in the get-rid-of-Sean-Miller camp right now. Those Those are two names that aren't really realistic. I threw out one guy in Scott Drew, who at least from a financial perspective is... Probably somewhat realistic. On the other side, I'm going to throw a couple names at you too that from a financial perspective are realistic, but I'm curious to see what Arizona fans would really think of these options and how it would go forth. You're listening to Locked On Wildcats. Josh Pastner is a favorite son of Tucson, Arizona, and honestly, there's no reason why he shouldn't be a favorite son. He came up, he did things the right way, The people in this city love Josh Pastner, and for good reason. They should love Josh Pastner because he has done things by the book. He has been a good dude. He has seen Arizona rise to unprecedented levels and has been around for all of it. He had a little bit of friction at the end with Arizona, moved on, coached at Memphis under John Calipari, took over that job, and now he's at Georgia Tech. Now, Georgia Tech, won just won the ACC tournament. Tip of the cap to Josh right there. That's some really, really good stuff. But don't we kind of know what Josh Passner is as a coach? He's he's a little bit above average. But if you're Arizona, don't you want a better than a little bit above average? I know I do. I know my expectations are higher than that. Josh Pastner seems to be a really good fit at a school like a Georgia Tech. I think that Arizona can aim much higher than that because Arizona's a better job. And again, this is not to uh, diss Josh Passner at all. From a financial perspective, you could easily bring in Passner, and I think the people would be totally okay with that from a financial perspective. But again, if you're going to get rid of a guy like Sean Miller who's won a lot of games— Josh Passner, I don't know, is the one that's really going to wet people's palate enough to be able to get to that next point. Now, again, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Josh Pastner can take over. Maybe Josh Passner could be that guy. But I just don't see it for a school like Arizona. I think that you need to be able to get an established coach in here and a guy who people can look at immediately and say, man, you know what? We can win with him and we can win at the highest level. Josh Pastner just doesn't check off those boxes to me. Again, love what he's doing at Georgia Tech. Really cool to see. But it's not even so much that I don't think he's ready for it. I just don't think that he's quite good enough. You've got some other coaches like Damon Stoudemire out there who's done a nice job at Pacific. This year was a little bit of a struggle. But... That is, uh, I don't think he's ready for this quite yet. Steve Kerr's not coming here. Luke Walton would not be a good fit because he just doesn't, I don't think, Im- would embrace the day-to-day grind that comes with that. But one guy that is sneaky on all of this is a guy that I've been a big fan of for quite a while, and that's Lon Kruger. Lon Kruger now is at Oklahoma. He is on the older side, almost old 70. But he has won pretty much wherever he's gone. He's been to mul- multiple Final Fours. Went went to one at Florida. Went to one at Oklahoma. He essentially has taken over football schools and made them at least somewhat competitive in basketball. That's obviously not an issue that Arizona has right now. But who knows? Knock on wood. We'd like to see if Jed Fish can make that happen. But Lon Kruger is also incredibly affordable. Lon Kruger has a 3.4 million dollar annual salary and a three million buyout those are definitely on the plateaus that Arizona can work with those are a hundred percent what you're okay with if you're the University of Arizona navigating that aspect now Lon Kruger is on the older side but I've always felt that that's a little bit of an overrated issue because honestly yes if people get older, but as long as you haven't lost your cognitive abilities, I'm totally okay with hiring an older coach. If you watch Lon Kruger or you watch Oklahoma, I don't come away thinking that, man, that's a guy who has got two years and then he's pretty much hanging on. We've seen coaches at the end kind of hang on. Lou Olsen was a guy that you could tell in the last few years was really struggling and it was really hard to see. I watch Lon Kruger right now, and he just doesn't appear to be the age that he is. He looks like everything right now is fitting well for him. Now, again, does he want to move again? The history would say yes, because he has been to basically every Power 5 school in the country and has won there, (laughs) but obviously kidding to a certain extent. But he's shown that he can win at some point fairly nondescript places Arizona would certainly be the best school that he would have ever coached at and who knows maybe he could go in there and he could make Arizona back into what it was Lon Kruger to me is the sneaky option in all of this again a lot of people aren't going to be cool with it because he's a little bit older and I totally understand that aspect of the game but again I'm not going to be here sit here and say that that's that should be a no-go because honestly, I'm gonna go on what I see in person or in person, i.e, on TV. And I see a guy in Lon Kruger who is incredibly well adept at what he's doing, and I think that he could win at Arizona, and I think he could win very quickly. Now, again, the top the purpose of this show was to not tell anybody that Sean Miller's leaving, but you know, that's obviously been a lot of the talk out there in the city that Sean Miller, Uh, could be on the hot seat. Who knows? Nobody knows. But it is weird, as Jeff Goodman put out, that there hasn't been anything signed to this point. And, you know, that certainly is going to raise some eyebrows. And that's part of why we're having this conversation. Again, if this Arizona roster is good and intact next year, I expect them to be able to compete at a pretty high level. But we also don't know what the roster is going to look like. And we also don't know what exactly is on President Robbins' mind at this stage. So, these could be names that he's looking at. He might be He might be looking at a name like a Jed Fish, or he might just be laughing at all of us and saying, <laughs> okay, you guys think that this is all what's happening? This really isn't what's happening. And honestly, Sean Miller's my guy. We don't know because it's just kind of a mysterious factor right now. And nobody really knows at this point. But again, I thought that we had to do our due diligence on this show. I appreciate everybody tuning in. Hope that you gave, I gave you a little bit more of a, a landscape of what Arizona basketball could potentially be looking at and keep it locked on, Wildcats. This show is brought to you by Blue Chew.